today we're going to be looking at what it means to be returning back to the present moment. How? What is what is all that about? Because I have been talking throughout the five day challenge. I had been talking about um, that there's mind, consciousness, and thought, and thought is the personal thinking, the ego thinking, the story we tell ourselves. We've talked about that our feelings, so how we experience the world that we're in, our feelings come from our thinking. So the thoughts that we have causes the feelings to arise and then we take action on that thought feeling and that's what we go out into the world responding to and then the world reacts in its own to its own thinking and feelings and then we make further conclusions about that. And I said that mind, mind is that is is, is our wisdom, it's where we hear God guide us from, it is innate to all of us, it's in our heart center, so the thinking is up here, the wisdom is in our in our in our heart center, our kalb, our ru, that's our fitra, that, that's all those notions of mind, universal mind, the thing that connects us to the source, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the rest of the universe. It's that energy, it's the formlessness. We are form, we are spirits in physical bodies. This is, this is the trial, I guess, of our consciousness in this dunya is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put our food, our formless uh, soul, that part that connects us to him and the rest of the universe in this limited physical form with some wet hardware and, and uh, to bump about in the physical world. And then we get trapped in the notion that the physical form and its limitations are the reality and truth they are not. The reality is the formless mind. And so how do we get back to that? Uh, how do we get back to that is by being in the present moment. So then Sister Guru said, well, how? How do you return to that if we are being bumped out of the present moment by our current thinking? As I said, our feelings are coming from our thinking in the moment. So how do we get back to that present moment? And see, the thing is, it's the natural, in, in God's greater wisdom, just putting something behind here, in God's greater wisdom, our psyche is designed to ebb and flow like the tide. So we can't control the thought that comes into our head. We also cannot control the feeling that arises. But what we can do is control the um, added story that we build across that thought and feeling. And if we run with a particular story that, ha that we, we create, oh look, I had a thought pop into my head, and, or I'm starting to feel something, and then you go, oh, okay, oh, I'm thinking something, and then you start building a story, conclusions, based on your understanding from the past, your um, fears about the future, or concerns and worries about the future, and you start building a story around that thought, um, then that's where we get stuck. We get stuck in here in our thinking. Now, and we get stuck out, and we get stuck in um, 
in, in, in a way of experience that is obstructing us from being in the present moment by default. So the being in the present moment is the default setting. If we are not running with a thought, if we are not uh, building in an importance and story around a feeling. See, we live in a society now that places a, a great deal of importance tells us that we should think our feelings are important. She feels happy, she feels angry, she feels whatever, and, and that that means something. Uh, and in particular, the majority of society and the majority of human psychology um, modalities would, would have you believe that your feelings are telling you something about the outside world about another person, about a situation. In truth, our feelings do not tell us anything about another situ the situation or the person. Um, and the feelings don't even really tell us anything about ourselves um, or as, 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 uh, our, mm, uh, as far as our worth is concerned, as, if, as far as who we are deep down. All our feelings are doing is uh, indicating the quality of the thinking that we're having in that moment. And so if you're having problematic thinking in that moment, say for instance, you're getting ready to go to a job interview and you're thinking in that moment, getting ready for the job interview, uh, you find yourself having thoughts about, well, I'm not good enough. I don't have um, this skill. I don't have that skill. Um, my pants don't do up, um, I, my, my hair isn't looking good, you know, whatever kind of thinking you might be having, if it's problematic thinking, then naturally the feelings arising with that thinking is going to be um, feelings of maybe anxiety, maybe you'll feel, be feeling sick in the stomach. Um, and then if you believe that those feelings are telling you something about um, what's happening on the in the outside world. If you think that those feelings are telling you something about the interview that hasn't happened yet, um, then you would be adding even extra layer of concern and thinking around what's coming up because you might be then telling yourself, well, I'm having these feelings and I'm having those feelings because there is some truth in um, the upcoming interview being potentially um, a bad interview or something. And so then you've got all this story going on and then more feelings going on. Now, how do you get out of that? How do you get into um, that present-centered wisdom space where God actually guides you to do the best that you can and handle whatever is in front of you. Well, the beautiful thing is you don't actually have to do anything. The inside out paradigm perspective is tells us clearly about how the mechanics, it's telling us the mechanics of our psyche. And the fact is thought comes, we don't have control over the thought that comes. A feeling arises. We don't have control over the feeling that arises. And so there is no chasing. We don't talk about it in terms of 
trying to change a thought or catch a thought or stop a thought that leads you that leads you down a path of even extra anxiety when you realize that you can't catch air that's like saying that well if I, but if I catch that breeze before it happens then I'm not going to you know have get cold well you can't do that it doesn't happen like that hello salam my darling hello baby love you waving so we're talking very quickly about getting back to the present moment and why you don't actually have to do anything. So there's no, there's no um, sort of making the analogy, well, you don't have to catch thoughts in the same way that you don't catch how you, um, you don't catch air. You don't catch a breeze before it hits you to stop it from hitting you. You can't catch your thoughts before you have them. You can't catch the feeling before it's had. This is, this is our inbuilt psyche. This is simply how it works. It, it, it comes, and it, but then beautifully it goes. And if you don't attach in that moment attention um, and build a story around the thought that's popped in your head and the feeling that has arisen, if you just let it happen, you know, you don't chase after the tide when it goes out to pull it back in or push the tide out. You know, you just, it just does its thing and you just sit and it happens. Well, this is what happens with our psyche. It's in and out. It does it by itself. And so because of that, you don't actually have to do anything to be in the present moment. The present moment is simply the absence of the story that you that, that you'd be building around a thought or a feeling that you've had just the awareness and so how how that sort of worked for me uh, for instance I was due to go and have um, a family dinner this is when I was having um, still having uh, tension with my my dad and having big story in my head about thank you Raisa yeah okay this is me catching the thing of trying to figure out where to look in this damn camera and looking, still trying to read the comments that are coming up. Yeah, we'll get technology sorted soon. But yeah, that, that's, um, I like, yeah, it's the analogy you don't have to catch thought because uh, darling sister uh, Rue was asking, you know, how do you chase away uh, uh, the, the thinking? And well, you don't have to. Um, and in some ways, um, the underneath of a lot of, um, anxiety around our thinking hello Pamela I love you thank you for dropping in so uh, the story about my dad so how how this all works how we get back to the present moment without actually doing anything um, so I'm I'm at my kitchen sink I'm preparing to go for dinner with the family this is when I was still having some really big difficult thinking around my dad Thank you, thank you, Raisa. Um, I think I'm looking in the right place, but anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm at the kitchen sink and I'm preparing to go to this dinner with my family and I started dress rehearsing in my head, all the thinking around, well, if they say this, I'm going to say that, and if they do this, I'll do that. And, of course, I was preempting um, a whole big sort of drama and I mean, you know, preempting it based on things that had happened in the past or my conclusions of things that have happened in the past and me presuming that they would happen again in the future. 
big error there because past does not predict the future. So I'm standing there at my kitchen sink and I'm going, all right, uh, well, I better do this, I better say that, I, I'll have this story ready, that story, and all the rest of it. And of course, as I'm building all this story in my head before something's even happened, I hadn't stepped out the door, the event hadn't happened, but I'm preparing for something to be really unpleasant uh, and that I'm going to you know, get ready and say what I need to say. Now, and I started feeling anxious, of course, one would. I mean, you know, if you're thinking you've got to go into battle, you're going to feel nervous, you're going to feel anxious. That's just kind of really quite rational and logical, um, but unnecessary. It might be rational and logical, but it's not real. It's not real because it hadn't happened and, it, and, and there's no reason to believe really that it would because the past doesn't predict the future. Everyone shows up differently because each thought is different um, and just just because someone did something in the past doesn't mean they're going to do it again it doesn't mean that you're going to show up in that same situation it might look the same but it isn't the same uh, and so all I had to really do I didn't sort of have to so I didn't have to leave the kitchen sink and get on the ground and start meditating or start doing yoga I I didn't have to stand at the mirror and start looking at myself and rattling off a whole bunch of positive affirmations and telling myself I'll be marvellous. I, I, I didn't have to do any of that. Um, there was really no doing to get back to the present moment. It's about letting go of what you're actively doing in that moment. The present moment is the default position that we're all in when we're not in our head and chasing the thought and chasing the feeling. If we're not actively doing that, then we are in present moment and you don't actually have to do anything there are like people with meditation with um, Zika with Salah with yoga all these wonderful very helpful uh, tools and strategies and techniques um, they are beautiful to do and I'm not saying don't do them um, they are very useful, uh, well, first of all, Salah, and, and, and that is Muslims, this is what Allah asks of us, so like, you know, that's, that's there. Now, functionally, why does he ask that of us? Because indeed, they are, they are tools and strategies that do bring uh, a well-being. But interestingly, they're not what's needed. You don't need to... <clears throat> You don't need to do those things in order to be in the present moment. The present moment is simply the default position of when you're not doing. Um, and, and how we know that is because we can actually be in Salah, we can actually be in yoga or meditation and still not be in the present moment. We can still be, we know that, we, 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 we're in Salah and we have thoughts popping in our head and we are distracted yeah exactly exactly Pamela it's like you know we know that we, we we know that so if these tools and strategies like Salah and yoga and meditation were uh, were the exact direct key to the inner uh, present moment well then we wouldn't when we were doing them we'd all be immediately in the present moment and not get distracted so then clearly what do we do when we're in Salah? When we're in Salah, we're in meditation, we find ourselves distracted with the story in our head and not sitting in the present moment. It's simply the awareness that that's happening. Oh, right, 
Mm, hang on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm over here thinking. I'm over here thinking. Okay, I'm going to stop doing that. And just let it go. So it's in fact letting go of thought brings us into the present moment, not an action. So that's a very quick rundown. I hope that made sense to everyone. How, um, how being in the present moment is not something about doing.